right, and on three, the right way this time, Tim, idiot. Ready? One, two. Hello everyone and welcome to that one time we read manga podcast where we four friends decide to start reading manga together, coming together and talking about it. My name is Tim and fun fact about me today is I actually just recently got done going back through the Harry Potter series and today's manga reminded me a lot of it. I was making a lot of comparisons. Hey everyone, my name is Duncan and a fun fact about me is that my favorite Star Wars ship is Din's modified N1 Naboo fighter. Closely followed by TIE Interceptors. Random. That was... Okay, yeah, that one threw me off quite a bit there. Nice. <laughs> Good. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, Alright, hey everybody. My name is John, and my fun fact for the day is that the kaiju in the movie Pacific Rim... Um, something that some not everybody knows about it is that everything about it is poisonous. Yeah, I had no idea. Maybe because I haven't seen that <laughs> movie in like eight years. I, I didn't know. <laughs> Great movie. I love Pacific. Yeah, Rim. apparently whenever it's hurt, like its blood spreads poison everywhere. Oh, so they're actually huh. killing the planet. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm Nate, and I'm going to ride my fun fact off of Duncan's fun fact Oddly enough, my favorite ship is the Y-Wing. I, it's super simple, but I just, I love it. Mm. Do love a good Y-Wing. Yeah, it's just, it's classic. Y-Wing? Y-Wing and Y-Wing at all. Why? Oh, boy. All right, fellas. Well, hey, this week, uh, off of Nate's recommendation, we read the first 20 chapters of Mashal, Magic, and Muscle. Uh, first 20 chapters, and Nate here has a little summary for anyone who uh, decided that they didn't want to read. So, Nate, take it away. I do. So, it's a comedy manga. It's about a magicless guy who enrolls in a magic academy to keep his family safe. Everyone is in this Hogwarts-like school. Uh, they want to see him fail, but he has... I described it as the strength of a planetary threat, but he has the brains of a moron. Um, Each class he he goes in, he shows these feats of strength that are just inhumanly possible. Um, And we went through chapters 1 through 20. We saw his journey. He's collecting these gold coins to become the divine visionary of Easton Magic Academy. Should be pretty hard to do, because he has no magic. <laughs> oh, yeah. One would think. Um, yeah, one would think. Immediately, my first... Comp- I, and I'm going to be making a lot of Harry Potter comparisons, because like I said, I, in my opening, I just got done reading uh, the seventh book. Um, so I just finished the series again. And immediately, the whole uh, society highly, highly reminds me, like... What if Voldemort won? This is that society. Like, you don't have magic, you are excommunicated from society or killed. I can't remember what they did, but, like, this is, like, if Voldemort won the war, basically. <laughs> I think they were killed. I know that it was definitely, like, illegal to even be magicless. Yeah. Yeah, something you can't help is illegal. So, as probably Hello, the only... <laughs> as probably the only person here that doesn't have... 
a background understanding of Harry Potter, I will not be making Harry Potter references, and I'm probably going to be making references towards other things that don't matter in life. Wow. Good for you, man. That's funny. So, it's basically a Harry Potter satire. Yeah, it's, it's, nice. It is. It's what if Harry Potter and One Punch Man came together? It's yeah, that's okay. exactly it. I mean, yeah, and I love it. No, it, it works so well because the the uh, protagonist, the main antagonist, our new our new uh, little slogan here. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, Mash um, is just the most lovable oaf in the world. Like he's just so dumb. Um, very one-track minded, but just dangerous. Like, if he actually put his mind to anything, he could destroy so many things. Including the world, probably. I think, I think we should start this in, uh, what was, what was your favorite, um, feat of strength? Hmm. Uh, I have mine right off the bat, ready to go. Um... Oh, I'm I don't know if it's a feat of strength or just a feat uh, of anything. Uh, in the very first chapter, when the magic police or whatever come to his <laughs> house and figure out that he's non-magical, uh, they shoot a spell at him, and he just swats it down. Like, out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> he just spikes a like, magic spell into the ground. Uh, and the, the, the face, I mean... We could so we cool. could upload an entire album on Facebook of the facial reactions of the wizards and witches that like <laughs> he just swats their spells around and stuff. It's so cool. But that first instance of it, uh, I genuinely laughed out loud, um, and I was I super impressed because you know how hard it is to swat magic. <laughs> Basically impossible. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> I've never tried it, but I don't know. It probably is not easy. <laughs> I I think point. something also has to be said is the the comedy to it, and we'll definitely post a uh, in the social media what this panel is. But it's the simplistic art style of this just makes it even more hilarious. And <laughs> yeah. it, it, it he swats it like it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like wind up and bat it away. He's just a it's like a flick of the wrist, just like boop. See ya. <laughs> I love the facial expressions. They're all just so fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, they're great. Yeah, the artist did such a good job of conveying, like, when there's, like, a cool moment happening, you can see it. And then when there's supposed to be something funny happening, you can see, like, I knew when I was supposed to laugh just looking at the pictures. <laughs> and, and without even reading anything, I was like, as soon as I would flip to a page and I would see a picture, I'm like, oh, I'm going to laugh at this page. And I know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could probably you could probably read through the whole thing without actually reading and just looking at the pictures. Like that's a great point on this because it, it, I'm exactly with you on that. Like I would look at a page, and uh, I mean, albeit like I was so excited for every chapter. Well, I don't know, so entertained by every chapter. I was like, I knew I was gonna at least get an audible chuckle every time I read a chapter. Mm-hmm. Which is tough when you're in a room alone. Like, I'm sure everybody understands that. You watch, like, a, a stand-up comedy special, and, like, if you laugh out loud while you're in alone in a room, it was seriously funny. And this one at least got a chuckle from me every time. I thought you were going to say, like, there was something wrong with you, and I was about to 
quietly excuse myself from the podcast because I do that all the time. <laughs> 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 See you later. I'm not afraid to laugh by myself. As long as yeah. I'm not the one who told the joke, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not afraid. It's just like there's something about people being in the room. And we're going down a rabbit hole there. But like people being in a room makes things kind of more funny. Even though you can identify like, ah, yeah, that was funny. But like whenever I'm like watching a stand-up comedy special or something... Things that I would normally laugh at, I don't exactly laugh at. I just think in my head, like, huh, that was funny. Mm-hmm. I don't you know. Need, you need more joy in your life, then. Maybe I, maybe no, I need therapy. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> it's, never, <laughs> no, I'm, it's never too late to get therapy. Never. It Never. Ever. I want to circle uh, back um, to Nate's question, because uh, I think only Tim answered it. <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell, guys? <laughs> so, yeah. It, it's, for me, it's more of a recurring theme where Mash doesn't understand how doors work. He just rips Fuck. them off the hinges, <laughs> and, oh. and then he's just standing there with a door like, oh, whoops, I broke it. Oops, uh, I, well, I, I, I always screw this up. I guess, yeah. I guess I'll try to put it back, and then he puts it back so forcefully the door splits in half. Son of a bitch, that was going to be my one. Luckily, I have a secondary. Oh. Good. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I know, right? Um, so I don't know if it was a uh, a feat of strength or stupidity. So I might get this one uh, wrong a little What's bit. What's the but, difference? Now, so when he was uh, learning how to use those screaming vegetables, and oh and, yes, and how he oh, was supposed to make like what was it a potion or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was supposed to be making a potion every time. And first off, the the vegetables like they were making the vegetables scream to get this like I don't know like negativity juice out of them or something. Um, They're like and, mandrakes from Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a Harry it, Potter is. Yeah, I don't know Harry Potter. So, um, but That's why every, we're filling for, you in. Two parter here. Uh, at first, like everybody was using magic to make them get their mandrake power or whatever. Um, and he, what I presume was just scaring them, just scaring them, scaring the mm-hmm. living shit out of them. And, <laughs> and I, that was hilarious to start. And then they could, like, he couldn't not make a cream puff. And that, that, <laughs> that was he was supposed cream. to... He was supposed to be making this potion or whatever, and every time they were like, how is this possible? He keeps on making a fucking cream puff. <laughs> every time. <laughs> it, that was so good. I, I, All of the recurring themes in here are absolutely fantastic. I I love that it even, he even slightly references to himself, because he like goes to open a door and he goes, okay, is it pull or is it push? I always get this one wrong. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then you just see the doors just off the hinges. Oh, <laughs> uh, I guess it was pull. I guess it was um, pull. I would say my favorite feat of strength or stupidity. Yeah, I guess they're kind of the same. Um, in the beginning when he has to take this um, entrance exam to this academy, um, there's like all of these arcane letters just swirling around this page. And he's getting frustrated <laughs> because they're all moving. And uh, everyone's, like, casting a spell to try to, like, line them up. He just bangs the table. And then all of the letters just scramble to go exactly where they should go. Because <laughs> he just scares them into place. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. The magic letters scared in their spots. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. 
that actually reminded me of another scene that was i think it was right before right after that one where they're going through the labyrinth <laughs> and they get, oh yeah they get to the sphinx and he gets the question wrong and he's like all oh, right well, i guess i'll just make it to the end and walks through all the walls he, like, smacks the sphinx too doesn't he <laughs> yeah he does i think he smacks almost everybody <laughs> uh so satisfying yeah this guy is Oh man, Mash is just such a fun character because every like, so he is magicless. Uh, he doesn't have one of those lines, I guess, on his face that I guess all magic users have, uh, which I thought yep. was actually really cool, cool way to distinct it because you could do a lot with that, like patterns and stuff. And we later see like there's people with two lines and even three, and it's like, wow, I wonder if we're ever gonna meet a guy whose just whole face is lined out. Like <laughs> he's got he's oh. got a he's got a hundred lines and it's just it's just like a dude with a bunch of lines going across his face like a like a crossword on his face or something. <laughs> <laughs> a crossword would be hilarious. That would be sick. Oh, I am I, that would be so funny. <laughs> be so funny. Um but a Sudoku face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but like so he doesn't have a line and I was like, okay, but he's gonna sneak into the magic academy and figure it out. Um and he, the first test is all just about magic. And I was like, oh, this is actually going to be tougher than I thought. <laughs> like, this actually might be difficult. And then it's still easy. And I'm like, oh, okay. Or, like, uh, one where I thought, oh, man, he's going to get caught and have to find something to do was when they were flying brooms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, just, he does it twice. There's one where he just jumps so hard that he's, like, flying. And then there's another one where he, like, throws the broom super fast and then jumps <laughs> on it and then it flies. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. The time that he jumps super hard, too, he stays hovering by just moving his legs back and forth really fast. Yeah, he's, like, kicking his legs super fast like he's treading water. <laughs> I, I thought of it like flutter kicking like Yoshi does. Yeah. Yes, like, yeah. does his double jump. Yeah, that's probably just like more that. of what it was. Um, <laughs> it's just... Like, every time, every time, I'm like, there's no workaround. Like, I don't know how he's going to work around it. <laughs> it's the most, it's the dumbest fucking shit in the world, but it always works. <laughs> I liked another one where they had to make the boulder float. And I think this was kind of a one-off, uh, like, they were in class, and it was very short. But he tried to make the boulder float. He sticks his thumb in it and then just raises it with his arm. <laughs> Whoop! <laughs> <laughs> Some Chris Angel magic. Yeah, exactly. exactly yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Exactly, dude. This guy is... Absolutely, Chris Angel. Um, and so, Mash is great. I I also want to just draw attention to just all the other characters that are in this thing. Um, some of like most some of the other students that he makes friends with, like his roommate, his poor roommate. Like at the entrance exam, oh was like, God. man, I really hope I don't get with that guy. Uh, and it, of course, obviously, immediately, um, he their roommates. I forget the roommate's name. Um, does it have doesn't one? matter. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> he's just the wimpy side character. The, yeah, one of the wimpy side characters. There's him. He's very funny just because he gives us a lot of like the reaction and context of like how impossible shit Mash is doing should be. Um, but there was one, and again, I can't remember names. Uh, it's I'm a I'm a bad person. I didn't take as good as notes as I should have. Um, but there was the guy who thought he was the main character. He even had, like, the spiky hair and everything to prove it. Oh, yeah. And he ah. pointed it out. And he's like, he looks at Mash. He goes, your hair sucks. You can't be the main character. <laughs> and I'm like, and which he's <laughs> making valid points there. Oh, he's making he super valid yeah. points. 
Uh, this was absolutely a fucking, like, let's hold a mirror up to the world of manga and say, look at all these stupid tropes. That's where I get One Punch Man vibes, because One Punch Man does the same thing. Uh, yeah. Probably to a more successful degree, only because I'm just hearing of Mashal. Um, <laughs> to, to go back on that, if anyone cares, which I'm pretty sure they don't, um, the side character, we'll just call him side character, his name is Finn Ames. Um, yeah Finn Ames and uh I wanted to hit on that because when we were introduced to Finn Ames uh he said nice to be rooming with you and then Mash says I'm Mash Burndead uh yada 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 and then he says and this is Kevin and this is Mike and down here we've got Tom, Kim, Yatana, he was naming all of his all of his muscles. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> Just like I that, did take a screenshot of that because that was really funny. Oh yeah, the subtle like the it, it's not even like really really uh, pushy to be on the humor side. It's just like. It's just really subtle every time because, like, that's all he does. Like, he has that very like monotone attitude, and it's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. There's absolutely no fan service either. Like, there's no glorifying shots of him completely shirtless with like super high detail muscles. It's just he's wearing a black like undershirt (laughs) the whole time. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of skin tight. Yeah, yeah. Um. I always, I always love like uh, if they ever show a, a shot of him like uh, working out. It's just so fast. Like the the weights are <laughs> it's super just lines, big, and it's just lines. Like the, it, you don't actually see any motion clearly because it's a static image. But um, there's not another panel showing him going up and down. It's just him holding it in one place, and then you see the motion lines, like the motion blur going up and down. <laughs> it's just, oh my mm-hmm. god, this guy's insane. Um, Beyond that, of the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. We like I said, we could upload a whole folder onto Facebook of just all of the best panels <laughs> going on here. <laughs> um, I don't even know. I don't even know what character that is. If that's the roommate again, and I don't know why he's drunk. Dr- <laughs> um. But there's so many, there's so many, like the the face in awe that the, uh, I don't, I don't even remember his name, but that the, uh, illustrator did on this, um, I mean, everybody, all the facial expressions are so top tier throughout so this good. entire thing. Like, it's, it, it, it's, compared to some of the other manga that we've read, like, it's not the most detailed as far as artistry goes, um, but like everything like every single page and I'm kind of just going through it right now. Every page has some form of a funny face. Like <laughs> just yeah. about every, yeah. every one of them. Um to go back the uh the uh writer and illustrator is Hajime Komoto. Yeah, please support that guy because I'm just going to say it up front right now. Like I want more of this. Dude, go read Mashal. Yeah. Like everybody go yeah. read Mashal. Uh, it's, it's really good. It's super fun. It, for something that, like, and we'll get more into it a little bit, but, like, for something that a main, uh, uh, a main antagonist that, uh, it sh- makes everything that he encounters so inconsequential, you would think that it winds up to be a really boring story. You would think that that's, like, a cop-out for everything, and it would be boring to read, and eventually we'd all get it, like, all right, yeah, he's gonna win everything he does. But, like, this one, 
as inconsequential as as fights may be, like it's always really, really entertaining, no matter what. Yeah. Oh, and there are moments too where you don't. I mean, at least for me, I was like, "Ooh, this is actually like tough for him." So Duncan just put up the two page spread of him fighting that one dude who used the the boulder magic mm-hmm. and was bullying the guy who thought he was the main character. Is it his name's Dot? The, the 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 main character guy's name is Dot. Dot. Okay, so yeah, the guy was bullying Dot. And Dunk, I'm sorry if this is where you were going by sharing this. No, go ahead, please. Um, I'm not salty at all. He said, "Yeah, it was just bullying Dot, and then like you know, take ten hits, and and you know, I'll I'll stop or whatever." Uh, and then Mash like figures out a way to get you know, figures out he can just punch through the rocks. And then this kid is like, oh, my God, I can't take another one of those. And then MASH sits down and goes, you have seven more. I'm just like, oh, no. (laughs) The reason that I shared that image at all is because I wanted to build off of what John was saying, that almost every page has some sort of really cool, like, fun and facial expression. It's entertaining the whole time. Except for when we start getting to Chapter 20 and the plot actually surprisingly starts picking up and is getting pretty interesting in and of itself. Uh, there's like some of the fight scenes just have crazy details, not the right word, but the way that it looks is just really nice to look at because there's just enough detail, but not so much that it's too much. Yeah. 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 There's a good portrayal of the, uh, fluidity of motion. Like there was that one panel where I believe he said hamstring magic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and then he just like gets down and sprints down this sheer side cliff to like grab this, uh, bottle that was being plummeted down by gravity magic. So he basically went faster than, (laughs) than, um, uh, what's it called when something reaches max maximum velocity? Terminal velocity. Terminal. Terminal velocity. Maximum. I mean, um, it's maximum. Yeah, it's falling as fast as it can. <laughs> yeah. So he he just shoots down that cliff, but then the the whole explosion of him running. I was like, this looks real good. Yeah. Yeah. Every, yep. Everything looks so good. Um, and, and Duncan's right. Almost every panel, um, has like a, a comic moment to it like comedic moment to it uh but there are snippets like the one he shared and like the one uh john was talking about um where like mash means business you know and it's usually uh as seems to be a theme through all manga uh when someone's bullying his friends (laughs) or who he considers to be his friends he doesn't really care when people mess with him all that much he's kind of nonchalant about it uh, but he tries when the people he considers friends uh, get messed with too much. Uh, it's very cool, I believe. Um, and we even got... Um, I was I was very curious... <laughs> Actually, let me stop right there. A new, a new panel just popped up. Um, mm-hmm. We got a sorting hat spoof, people. And oh my god, is that funny. Uh, yeah. who, who shared that? Do you want to talk that about me. that? Yeah, go ahead. I'll let you take yeah. that one. <laughs> that, that Sorting Hat spoof made me laugh so hard. Because, one, it was put off. They didn't immediately show it like, okay, they passed the, the exam, they got accepted into the school, and now they do the Sorting Hat. There was like, they forgot about it until something like chapter 18. Or 16. We're in chapter 16. And he's like, oh yeah, I forgot that there's houses, and it matters what dorm that you're in. 
which in this one there's only three, but it's basically just it's Harry Potter. It's still very similar to Harry Potter, yeah. and instead of a sorting hat, it's a sorting skeletal unicorn with, <laughs> with like the horn has a handle thing on it, and you're supposed to grab it, and then it reads your mind and then sorts you. <laughs> and when Matchel goes up to it, he grabs it. <laughs> the unicorn goes. What is happening? <laughs> it is yeah, just the unicorn it's, is it's like just oh, laying laying in a sea of cream puffs. <laughs> he's just laying in a sea of cream puffs, and then the unicorn starts freaking out. He's like, "My reputation's on the line. I, I've never yeah. not been able to sort somebody before. What the hell's going on?" He's like, "What do I do with this information?" <laughs> well, and so there's another. It was another instance of like I was talking about of like there's no way he's gonna get past this because that thing is supposed to read your magical potential to see which mm-hmm. house you belong to. And I'm like, well, this is it. Like, I mean, he has no magic potential, so the the, the skull is gonna out him. Uh, but no, he just confuses it with dreaming of being in a sea of cream puffs. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it just seems to be the basic, uh, yeah, the basic thought from Ash is just, yep, this is what I think about all the time, forever. A little, um, a little side note. Just if I can interject for a second. I forgot to mention that uh, this was recommended to me by my friend Ryan. So if we could just thank Ryan for the many laughs that we've been having. Yes, yes. thank you, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan. you fucking killed it. You have any recommendation any week from now on. Go until, ahead. Until you recommend a shitty one. Uh, yeah, then your head's on the chopping block, just like Roger. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Ryan will get that reference, too. He's a big One Piece fan, so... Nice. Yes, he yeah. is. Yeah, I think he'd actually be happy to go out like Roger. Anyway, uh... <laughs> I noticed Duncan's fake laugh right there, and I don't appreciate it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, what I was going to say before Duncan shared the sorting hat one was, like, I was kind of concerned of, like, okay, so the villains are kind of society as a whole, maybe? Like, our antagonist is just society, where, you know, non-magical creatures are killed. Just like real life. Just like real life, yeah. Society is the main enemy of everybody. Uh, or the government. I'm not sure. Um, same. Same, same thing. Same thing. Um, <laughs> but and, and we quickly, but not quickly, but we do get introduced to actual villains within the school, and they're all from uh, the... Uh, Slytherin? The, the, the Slytherin house, but they're called something else. They're called, like, the Adder house or something. Like, they're, they're symbols of wolf, and they're supposed to be, like, cunning and, and shit. Lang? Lang. Lang, yeah. yes, Lang. Adder is the bird. Adler is the bird one, and then Orca is an Orca. Yeah, Orca is the Hufflepuffs. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, so the Lang house has these super bad boys like they started a cult basically in their house and they're yeah they did all working to be like the 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 divine visionary which is the highest honor you could be apparently if you become divine visionary at the school uh you can like enter government jobs and you're basically the ruler of a country which is why mash you know was put into this by his adopted foster father uh, so that Foster way father, could, I think. Yeah, so they could see that, like, oh, a non-magical being, or maybe he will never out himself as non-magical, but uh, he could influence the country to believe that, like, non-magical people are okay. <laughs> uh, that's the whole point. Uh, what The point I was trying to make was um, there's, like, a cult in Lang, and they're actively killing people, which I guess is encouraged at this school. I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely not not allowed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's definitely not not allowed. Um, but yeah, that seems to be our main antagonist, and um, 
Mash has a couple cool like interactions with them, so I was I was pretty I was pretty pumped uh, when they started fighting and stuff. Not to you jump. know, I can't one hundred percent agree that Orca is Hufflepuff. I think Adler's supposed to be like Gryffindor, Lang's supposed to be like Slytherin, and Orca is just other. Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff. Oh, well, because in yeah. Harry Potter universe, Hufflepuff is other. Uh, yeah, Hufflepuff takes the rejects that the other three houses don't want. Not rejects, but the students that don't fit into the other houses go to Hufflepuff. As a Hufflepuff, I'm deeply offended by that. I don't so, think you should be. That's like the most <laughs> like nicest place you could be because it's just a bunch of people doing their own thing. So <laughs> that's actually a good tie-in right there. So that if they're you know for the three other people that are listening out there that uh, haven't watched Harry Potter, um, a good uh similarity so like if you had to compare this manga to something else that you may not know if you don't know harry potter uh fire emblem three houses uh it's very very similar to uh that game if you played that and if you haven't it's one of the best games that i've ever played so play it what is that for game boy advance <laughs> i don't know if that was a joke but uh I've- no Half and half. It's actually for the Switch. And then, like, a, a quick synopsis of that is, like, every, like the three houses are, like, uh, pretty much royal. Like, they're subsects of royalty. Um, sometimes royalty will go to, like, these, uh, the school as a part of these three houses. Other people get selected to go to these three houses. And, I mean, they're, like, essentially at war with each other. But school is the safe place i guess so i don't know but there's a lot of magic and fun shit in there too so i don't know that's if you haven't watched harry potter but you just happen to be in the same exact shoes as me there's your comparison sure fun enough fair enough. And it's a great game um i will also say that my i don't i don't think that my comrades here have read or watched anything with black clover but um nope. oh, black clover oh, is <laughs> Black Clover is very uh, similar to this as the the main antagonist, if you will, has um he doesn't have any magical abilities either, and he's just strong. But he has other capable capabilities, I I should say. But um this kind of reminds me of they they had like a very light way of sorting people into different houses as well. But there was like a ton of them. Hmm. It it almost feels like just to break it down to the most basic thing in the world is at uh, the birdhouse, um, Adler. Birdhouse. Birdhouse. <laughs> uh, birdhouse. Adler's for the good guys, Lang is for the bad guys, and Orker for the side characters. <laughs> don't yeah, matter. Kind of. That don't matter. The and, backgrounds. And yeah. for all of you that haven't made any relation so far, it's kind of like fast food chains. It, it's like, so you yeah, got McDonald's, King. and you got Burger King, yeah. and you got Wendy's, and McDonald's is kind of like the bad guy, but they rule the world. And Burger King is like, they're good people, but not quite as powerful. And then Wendy's is just kind of like the assassins. Like, it's an unexpected, really effective <laughs> what? household. All right, I would say that, I'd say Orca is Taco Bell. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Let's be honest here. Um, when did assassins get introduced? Great minds. Hell yeah, Nate. Oh my god, it's true. They're just the same person with the different voice filter. <laughs> don't out us like that uh, yeah don't do that stop calling yourself us <laughs> we we're no, going the, to therapy for it no we we're going to therapy 
when we get the final thoughts, it's gonna you're gonna be like Duncan. What are your final thoughts? And then, well, the council and I have decided <laughs> that <in> final thoughts. <laughs> Oh my god, speaking of the council real quick, the headmaster of this school is absolutely, uh, well, actually no, I, he's like a Dumbledore-ass character, but I was, ex- he's a bro, he's a bro, yeah, I was expecting him to be like, I don't know why I was thinking he was gonna be some like wild dude who was just like in the, like, actively fighting the other members of the council over MASH or something like that, I, I, I but no. he was just, he was more of a bro than I was expecting him to be. Yeah, like and, a Ronald McDonald character. We're done. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did say that like he's a part of the Orca household, so like his his magic isn't uh, necessarily it's not offensive by nature. It's more like uh, methodical, I guess, planning based. Um, at least I think that's what they were getting at. But even still, like his like that display that he gave Mash in the uh, in the entrance interview, like. Everybody was like, I can't breathe because the magical pressure is too heavy. Like, that's the level that he was at. Yeah. And And MASH still just kind of was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'll I'll just grab your big sword or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Sounds to me like... I'm not going to touch that. (laughs) 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 Well, it sounds to me like uh, more support magic. Yeah. Rather than offensive or defensive. Like healers. All the healers go to Orca. Ah. We'll see. Okay, so I got it. So we got an assault household, and then we got a support household, and then we have a security household. Yeah. What? There's one person out there that just laughed at that. (laughs) (laughs) There's gotta be. (laughs) One One person just found out everything they needed to know about me. If I just wished hard enough. <laughs> Somebody out there was like, I know him! That that one person who's going to laugh at this is going to be John when he listens to this later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah, he's going to yeah, yeah. like give a little fist bump to the monitor and just be like, way to go, me. That was, that was, that was, <laughs> he's going to give himself a pat on the yeah, back. He's going to just, hey, way to go. I did it. <laughs> was that an Attack on Titan reference? No, it wasn't, but uh, we'll talk offline about what reference that was, but that one person out there that's going to listen to it, and they know what that is, they're going to be like, I know what John is. uh, Well, (laughs) hopefully he doesn't think, wow, this guy's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I... Let's see what other what other great things happened. It's it's so hard to just try and pin it down. I have a big one we haven't touched. Oh, if uh, unless John had something first, it I, I was just gonna say. I mean, like I'm fine with this episode being like uh, a series of funny events that we bring up as we go because like uh, storytelling wise, like yeah, we and we'll go with whatever you say, Nate. But uh, I mean, there's just so many funny instances. Like, the story is kind of like an afterthought for me, even though the story is very intriguing. Um, I just, I really enjoyed the funny instances that happen over and over and over and over again. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I was just thinking about bringing up random funny things. Dude. Like, my <laughs> my next one was when he gets attacked by this guy that tur- uh, puts water under Mashal, and then he turns into a shark, and he's going to attack Mashal underwater. Oh, yeah, that's and, one of the Lang And then, 
Mash goes, I can't swim. And then, like, a few seconds later, he goes, thank you. I know how to swim. And he just, like, swims hundreds of times faster than that shark. (laughs) He learned how to swim as he was drowning. So that that shark doesn't have any eyebrows, but you can see the fear in his eye when they zoom in on the shark's face when he realizes that he taught Mash how to swim. Inadvertently. (laughs) Like, there is fear in that shark's eye. It's so funny. It's just so great. Meanwhile, like the other guy, um, the the two line guy uh, who hangs out with them, Lance. Uh, yeah, Lance is is battling the dude with the other cult member. Uh, they're, they're, they're the seven something, I think. Right, um, whatever the cult. seven the seven dwarves. Yeah, yeah seven deadly sins, <laughs> the seven dwarves, the seven humble. Whatever. Yeah, um, whatever. Seven fangs of some bullshit. Yeah, the yeah. fangs of... Yeah. Um, I, I love it because it just goes to... This is a great story, but you don't have to have the context. No. It's just great. Yeah, it's just... No. Um, I did really like the uh, instance with the puppet later. Like, after MASH figures out that the dude with the rocks was getting, like harassed by the leader of this cult in Lang, the house Lang. He goes there and he tries to save him, uh, but he's already turned into a puppet, so the puppet attacks him, and then the puppet, like, grabs his gold coin, but in, like, an instant. (laughs) We don't see it happen, right? We just think the puppet takes the gold coin, flicks it to the leader. Um, Oh, the Magia Lopus. Lupus, I just found it. Uh, no, John just texted it to me. I didn't find it. <laughs> oh, my God. I was about to call you out. I was so about, fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were getting called out on that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I was going to give you guys the opportunity to do that. Then I decided better of it. Um, so yeah, the Magia Lupus. Um, he flicks him the gold coin, and the Mash just leaves. He takes the guy who turned into a puppet and leaves. Um, and then the one girl in the room is just like, did I just see what I think I saw? And then she recaps everything that just happened. And like mash taking a button off the puppet, putting it in the puppet's hand, thinking it has his gold coin, snatching it away from him, flicking it back to him so fast that the puppet doesn't have a chance to do anything. And then leaving. He actually doesn't flick it back. He spits it. That's right. Yeah. That's oh, right. yeah, he has, to, like, a weird spitting power. Yes. He just spits it so hard. Yeah, he spit it <laughs> it's so hard. just faster than you could blink. But it made it look like the puppet gave it, or threw it to the leader guy. And the whole time, the girl's just sitting there like, I did just see that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, did I really just see that? It was just, that was probably, what, that was probably my favorite bit. I, I wouldn't consider it a feat of strength other than just more like a feat of comedy. <laughs> I watch it happen, but I don't believe and, it. She says, mm-hmm. and and right, like when they made that entrance into that room, and I'm just going as we're talking, finding the chapters. But like back to the door thing, and it, he's just so nonchalant about everything he says. <laughs> like so, when he opens up the door, he's like, uh, "You know, that's a doll you're talking to, right?" Yeah. <laughs> also, I may have broken your door. Sorry about that. And he was lost. And he wasn't even intentionally oh, trying yeah, to be there. He didn't even mean to. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I gave him too and much then, purpose. And then <laughs> Fuckface exactly. McGee, or whatever his name was, uh, he was like, 
Why, thank you for bringing that to my attention. And you can tell, like, he's he's losing his marbles. He's like, who, the, who, who is this guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But exactly. I was curious of what was he thanking him for, the fact that he broke his door or the fact that he was talking to a doll? Like, because uh, he just says, thanks know. for bringing would, that to my attention. Is it the fact that I'm talking to it? Like, obviously, he knows he's talking to a doll. But it could have been, like, a sarcastic remark of just, like, yeah, thanks, idiot. I didn't know I was talking to a doll. I, I think it was, because he has, like, a really menacing face on that panel. And he's like, why, thank you for bringing that to my attention. And then the ne- it took until the next chapter, and it starts off with, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and again, that makes me think, it's like, also, I broke your door. Well, thanks for bringing that to my attention. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, is this man. has been a great read. I am so happy that we did this because it is <laughs> it is it's just it's just good humor. Like that's all it is. It's good humor. Like we've read Hunter Hunter, and that has some comedy in it, just circumstance. Uh, but I wouldn't say it outright tries to be funny as often as it can. We, yeah. we find humor in it. One Piece, same thing. Like, there's humor in it. it. It's It's got comedy that's written in on purpose, but not nearly to the level of this. Like, this is way better. <laughs> yeah, this comedy just works. And I don't know why it just works. I mean, sometimes subtlety doesn't work the same way. Uh, I, I think it just... I think the 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 very hidden no not hidden but like subtle jokes along with the artistry that goes on to it like every you can clearly hear the tone um and i don't think there's an anime there might be one i don't know but uh like you can hear the tone very clearly through all these characters like you know exactly like what how serious it is and how not serious it is um yeah it's I didn't have, like, as after the first chapter, I was like, I already know everything I need to know. And there was no, like, big learning curve where I have to learn all these names because ultimately, it didn't really matter too much. As long as you know Mash's name. Yeah. Which, uh, okay, we didn't even hit it there, but, like, his name's really cool. It's it, it's it's Mash Burndead, which is, is kind of a cool name. Burnadad? I thought it was Burnadad. I thought it was Burnadad. That was Bernadette. Okay. Or Bernadette. Oh. Oh, well, fuck. I don't know. I thought it was Mash Burndead. But I was reading I... it as Bernadette. Because that just oh. made more sense to me. Well, if that's true, then that's a lot more lame than I thought. I just read Burndead. <laughs> I mean, it's still cool. Don't, it doesn't take away from that. Reading's hard, yeah. guys. We, reading is Gentlemen, hard. I have an update. There's a... As of March... There's actually a preview for an anime for this. Uh, that excites yeah. me. I'm very happy about that. Because uh, I have a potentially controversial opinion. This is better than One Punch Man as far as satirical comic mangas go. Oh. I think so this I is ha- better. Okay. I haven't read One Punch Man, but I've watched at least the first two seasons of the anime. Um and I'm going to agree with you on that. Like, from what I know of One Punch Man and what I know of this, I would agree. I think this is better. And I didn't read the One Punch Man manga either. I only read the... Or, I'm sorry. I didn't read the manga. I only watched the anime of One Punch Man. Uh, about the same time as you, actually. The, the first two seasons. And to me, like, as much as they were like, oh, yeah, he never takes anything seriously or anything like that. Like, ultimately, it gets, like, pretty serious. And while this manga, Mashal, has its... 
serious moments. I don't think the main character ever takes anything seriously. Mm-hmm. No, like, not at, really. At the end of the day, like again, he has his moments where he's like standing up for his friends, but One Punch Man, I, I just I feel like it started off as like a satirical take on anime, and then it slowly morphed into what it was poking fun at, which is nothing wrong with. I'm not saying One Punch Man is bad. I just think if you're looking for a funny uh, show or uh, manga that pokes fun at the genre it, it falls into better, it would be Mashal. Yeah, I think that as I've I've watched One Punch Man and I read I read past season two. And um, also, I'm going to relate this to Mob Psycho as well because I like I like Mob Psycho 100. He, here's what I'm going to say: when you have the overpowered protagonist, um, I think that those two, what they do is they kind of start focusing on here's how powerful he is, here's what he can do. There's now something stronger that comes. Here's how he's going to overcome this. I, one piece or one, uh, one Punch Man definitely fell into that, but this is literally just like hilarious. Yeah, I, it's just constantly funny. It introduces stuff that's probably stronger than Mash, but he overcomes it almost instantly every single time in um, a really funny way. Yeah, in like comedic ways too. I'm sure, like maybe if we if we read all over, there's over a hundred chapters of this. It's ongoing, too. Yeah, it's still ongoing. I'm sure, like, right. eventually, like, you know, the writer probably has himself in a corner or something, and it's going to be like, oh, no, what's MASH going to do? But I, I, I know what you mean. Like, eventually they just kept introducing stronger and stronger things. This is just, we're still, like, only 20 chapters in, we're still learning, like, the layout of the school. It was a great intro to it, um, but they didn't introduce anything that was, like, so out outstandingly powerful that, you know, it was unbelievable that mash could overcome it like we knew he would it was just like oh maybe he's gonna get caught nope (laughs) oh man april 7th is when the anime comes out all right i think i want to watch that oh we're all gonna be together in a location together yeah yeah oh yeah we will that'll be cool that'll be a a very fun activity to do together in this this conversation is not going to make any fucking sense because this episode <laughs> comes out June 12th. Well, don't worry. <laughs> uh, There's no. the timestamp for you, folks. Time. We put a time warp. <laughs> just know, that, just just know, know. that your favorite manga podcast has been prepared for a long time. And also know that on April 7th, we were hanging out in person together. In a place. Yeah. In a, in a place. Stuff. In an undisclosed location known only to our closest friends. <laughs> Alaska. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Nate. What? Oh, man. We're all signing up for the deadliest catch. You caught us. <laughs> We've been reading so much One Piece, we decided we could do the deadliest catch better than anyone oh else. Oh, my God. We're the best pirates ever. Wait, what are so we doing? Fun. Oh yeah, we're reading Mashal. <laughs> oh, spe- oh yeah. Speaking of fishing, uh, what do you think Mash Mash's dunk ability is? Oh my oh, goodness! Dude. Did you see how high I... he can jump with a broomstick? Yeah. Uh, Actually, oh, you know what? We have an accurate representation to his dunk ability. If we could see what he did in those uh, in that little sports game thing he played, oh, where he took right. that ball. And he shot it through the hoop so many times, he hit the maximum counter. That's so, right. 
He, <laughs> Mike forgot about that. He like spun it though, so it kept circling the hoops or something. Yeah. So basically, what he did is they they you know briefly explained. Yeah. It, they, is don't go into detail. He could throw it so hard, and he could basically micro manipulate how hard it was spinning, so that way it just boomeranged back to himself. So he, he just kept throwing it through over and over and over. In the in the quote unquote Quidditch match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah sports. See, ball. that's a reference I did get. I was like, this is Quidditch. Yeah. And you don't know anything else about Harry Potter. I know Harry has glasses. Yep. That's fair. That is accurate. You're damn right. That's, that is an accurate statement. <laughs> <laughs> and he did something with a goblet of fire. I don't know. So should we just set the bar? As Mashal being the maximum dunkability, I, I think I think the the dunkability scales have uh, now been set with Mash. Yeah, I. But he yeah. didn't dunk anything. He just threw it a bunch. Okay, but, we but if you assume... take that, if you take that hoop, I mean, what's a free throw, Tim? A long. You just dunk. throw it. Yeah, that's, that's not dunking it. a basketball though. <laughs> <laughs> but, of all the main antagonists and the side antagonists that we've encountered, like doing this podcast so far, I think we see the clearest athletic ability from Mash. Oh, and he has I the think, best athletic ability, sure. I think I think he is now the comparison of dunkability for none everybody. of our other characters have been based on their physical, like their uh, um, athleticism. Though, like Luffy isn't based on his athleticism; he's made of rubber. True. Art's fair. Arlon well, was just based on his height. Like, you know, I'm just, all right, maybe Mash is at the top. Maybe, okay, we'll put Mash at the top. I'll concede. Mash will go at well, the top. Uh, well, not to get specious here, but, like, uh, oh sharks aren't exactly known for playing basketball. But fishmen are. Are they? Yeah. As far as you know. You ever read that okay, far Okay, that's yet? fair. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't want to own an Arlong Dunkers t-shirt for nothing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the Arlong. I gotta get on that. Yeah, right? <laughs> we need merch, damn it. Merch, yeah. <laughs> and then we great. need to instantly regret it because I hear merch is a pain in the ass. It is. Great. Uh, <laughs> buy our merch anyways. <laughs> but God, God willing, we ever have any. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I... I know that free throws aren't dunking. Uh, it took me a minute because I'm not Mr. Sportsball. <laughs> Johnny B. Sportsball? The inventor of sports? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd say if he dunked, he would probably shift the axis of our planet. If he, gave, if he gave any effort to it, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. If he did it like on accident. Yeah, probably. Kind of. <laughs> I always forget how hard to dunk. <laughs> uh, I've never tried. I can't. It's not say. that hard. You just jump and then throw a ball. You don't. I'm throw five foot a seven. Ball. Fun fact: I can't dunk. Well, you, you gotta do a little toss. You know, you don't have to throw. No, it never has to leave your hands until your hands hit the rim, and then you just let go. Yeah, you don't ever throw the basketball in a dunk. You got oh my god, our scale is gonna be way out of whack if you guys don't even know what a dunk is. What sport are we talking about again? Holy shit, baseball, yeah, bowling, fucking idiot. 
I think his strike ability is amazing. <laughs> his strike ability, his home run ability. Dude, I'm pretty sure if Mash played any, <laughs> if Mash played any like Earth sport, he would probably shift the world on its axis somehow. Like tackling a guy, he would break him in half, literally. Hitting a home run, that ball would circumnavigate the globe. Um, <laughs> that all right? You've you've now set the scale for uh, the peak of sports ability yeah just sports straight ability. up sports ability forget dunking a basketball let <laughs> this dude would be great at everything <laughs> where are we going <laughs> you tell me i love you this guys brought it up I, I did bring it up and i love it oh man mash is this so a manga that has broken our very souls has now broken this podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> in, in like a good way i'm not saying it's bad I, I would say that um, if if the Yu-Gi-Oh manga that we read was us shitting on it, <laughs> then that this is the exact opposite. Where we just can't tell you guys enough how good this. Yeah, is. this is this a, is fantastic. This is the opposite of our Yu-Gi-Oh episode in every way. It's the antithesis. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, and I forgot the word for it. Big words. Second, yeah. I mean, not really. Uh, listen, it's big. It's, <laughs> words hard. We've been over this. Words hard. Yeah, we couldn't speak last week. Everyone had mush mouth. So super califragilistic. It's the antithesis. <laughs> oh god! Whoa! What? <laughs> I think calm we need down to, there, Plato. I need to. I think uh, we need to get out of here. I need to lay down for a nap. <laughs> All right, let's do. Let's do some final thoughts. Um, All right, uh, yeah, I'll kick it off there. Uh, holy shit, uh, this is fun. Um, I I know I've said like with One Piece as we've been going on, I've been getting progressively more excited as we go. But I mean, it didn't take but the first chapter on this one. Like, I mean, I was excited the entire way through, and um, we'll get to our next manga here soon. But like, I. I want to continue this. Like, it's been so much fun. I want to continue this, and hopefully everybody that listens agrees. It's been so fun. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with that, that it's fun, but it's fun in a completely different way than One Piece, like John said, because, John, that's more about, like, enjoying the story, and this is fun just because it's funny. It's lighthearted. The jokes are... They just kind of write themselves once you understand the characters and the the world that they're all living in and it's especially funny well i don't know john enjoyed it a lot so maybe you don't really need to know a whole lot about harry potter to enjoy it yeah it's, because it's a satire kind of knockoff right i would say for that. all of you fast food fans this is a all good, right it's a good manga <laughs> honestly i don't really even like i i'm not a harry potter enjoyer i just know of it in passing and i still thought this was definitely a fun satire take on on any sort of like magic academy it was great yeah i i, I want more of this me this too is fantastic. i want more too yeah and my final thoughts would just echo you guys um i side with duncan as being a big harry potter fan uh to me it definitely enhanced some of the jokes because i could point to it and go oh i know what they're poking fun at but clearly you don't need any understanding of it outside of a passing understanding to get any enjoyment out of it uh, just know that magic is funny, especially when it comes down to muscles or magic. 
looks like Muscles is winning. <laughs> Whoa, that's yeah, a brains good, so over. That's Braun. a good tie into the title. <laughs> brains over Braun only matters outside of this universe. Facts. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, before we start our wrap-up, uh, John, it is your turn to recommend us a manga. So what are we reading uh, on for June 26th? So uh, next week, uh, One Piece Episode 6 comes out, and then June 26th, the next Monday, is when this recommendation will go live. So, John, what are we reading? All right. So in full transparency, um, I had it in mind to continue this manga because it's been so fun um i am very confident we'll come back to it at some point so i'm not gonna say that what i am gonna say is that looking through a bunch of different options i've decided to go with a manga called kaiju number eight and what that is is a quick synopsis of it is after a small talking monster flies into his body uh, via his mouth Kafka gains the ability to turn into a monster himself, which gets dubbed Kaiju Number 8 by the Defense Force. Uh, Kafka remains fully cognizant while in this form, but gains superhuman strength and becomes the first monster to escape escape the Japanese Defense Force. Uh, I read through the first chapter of this, and I thought it was interesting. Um, I don't, I didn't spoil anything beyond that, uh, but I thought the, the character design is what really got me into it. Um, so that's going to be it. We'll call it, uh, I couldn't figure out a good middle point without having context. So I'm just going to say one through 20 of Kaiju number eight. Okay. Um, I'm excited because I've been looking at the art and it, I, I held back and rating it cause I thought we might get to it. So I'm actually stoked. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. That's that should be something fun. I don't have any context with that either. So, um, well, apparently there's an anime to it also, but I'm not gonna go that far. No, no. Watching anime takes too long. Reading manga is nice and quick and easy. Um, yeah. So yeah. All right. Kaiju number eight coming out June 26 is when that episode will go live. Like I said, next week we're back to One Piece. Uh, if I didn't say that already, but. Uh, fellas, thank you so much for, uh, again, joining, and, uh, Nate, thank you for the recommendation. Ryan, shout out to you for putting it in Nate's ear to bring to the podcast. It was super dope. We obviously, hey, we obviously enjoyed it. And, uh, thank you everyone else all so much for listening. Uh, hopefully you found us on Spotify and iTunes, rate us, follow us, whatever. Uh, and then drop us a like on Facebook, leave a comment. If there's a manga you want uh, us to read and check out, we'll put it to a vote and go from there. So yeah. Thanks everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.